only see the highlights, don't know what it takes Last year stressing, got no sleep Now I'm right between the courts, out of no bleeds How's the weekend of games? Eh, not bad. I mean, split. Uh, picked up three out of six points. I mean, I guess they got five, so I guess we didn't really split. But um, first one, we lost 4-3. It was just a shitty change. Gave up a 2-1-0. They scored, made it 4-3, and that's how the game ended. And then uh, Saturday, we lost an OT. Off face-off, won it back. Guy walked the blue, sift one through. Hugo was screened, didn't really see it. And then uh, yesterday we won in overtime. So two overtime games and a one-goal game. So it was tight. Yeah, usually is with Maine. Yeah. That's well, this, this year anyways. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, true. It's totally different. Last year, every game was ridiculous. Yeah. All right, so since the last episode, there's been a lot that has happened. One is a new app, the underdog app that is coming out hopefully this week or next week. Um, a lot's involved with, I've been informing Dylan uh, and Colin about this for, you know, the past week or so. And it's in the final stages. It's just going to get uh, submitted into the Apple developing program along with Google's app store. So, you know, it should be to you guys within, within the week. And there's a lot to it. And I'm really excited. There's a lot of exclusive things to app users. Uh, one that I'm really excited about that I actually just thought about the other day is um, a community forum where users can actually share their favorite workouts and, and uh, you know, their favorite regiments that can benefit that the other people can benefit from. And then you can, you know, get information from your peers as well. And there's also another forum that has your favorite quotes and those quotes will actually be the top quote will be selected and chosen as a daily quote notification. And that's going to be my favorite feature, I think. And I think that's what people are going to like most about the app is when you accept notifications from the underdog app, uh, every morning there's going to be a daily quote that goes out and down the road, there'll be a subscription service to like specific categories. So hustle quotes, positivity quotes, like whatever you're, you know, you're aspiring or anything. Yeah. yeah. You're struggling with at the time that you really need a boost for. Um, geez, let's see what, what else is there, Dylan? Uh, we got the podcast the podcast is going to be on there. So it'll be right at your fingertips, uh, along with underdog school of thought, which is uh, a playlist on our YouTube channel. Um, that honestly, I think it's, it's good content. Like people can hmm. get a lot from it because there's a lot of packed, stuff within our podcast episodes and it just kind of breaks it down like episode to episode um there was so much from the austin berg episode yeah like so that was an much. awesome that was an awesome yeah. episode. And, and and once again thanks austin for coming on that was that was unreal uh he has he had a ton of good stuff to say a lot of good advice um, and I mean, look at, look, look at the content we got from it. It was like seven or eight underdog school thought, uh, posts, which is what we post on, um, behind, the, behind the underdogs on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's really exciting. So we, we also have the affiliate program in there. So a wish list, literally everything. Yeah. I think everything. the beauty of it. Yeah. The beauty of the app is just that everything's right there in, in one spot, you can access everything from the app. So I think that'll be huge. Yeah. And then the monthly subscription service. Yep. So now that I'll explain that briefly before uh, Colin gets in here. 
Um, it's a, it's a $7 subscription every month. You can pay monthly or yearly. And what it is, is each month there's an underdog story that is kind of printed on a flyer and it's sent in the mail along with a different motivational quoted sticker each month. And it's just, it's kind of motivation in a package. Uh, and then from that sticker, whatever stickers created, there's going to be a hoodie created, uh, regarding that sticker. So if it's like, um, you know, fear, nothing like the fear, nothing hoodie that was just released. Um, it'll be like, if it was a quote about fear, the hoodie, fear, nothing, you know what I mean? Something like that. Um, but yeah, so it's really exciting stuff, but here is Colin. So let's add him in. <laughs> uh, what's up Colin? what's good where where are you i'm in uh i'm in naples dude are you are you literally oh outside are you outside right now no 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 i'm i'm in my uh i'm in my condo why do you have your sunglasses on? Dude, this, like this whole thing is just open concept dude it's crazy so there's just sun like everywhere dude like i'm trying to get the i've been trying to get the lighting right dude um yes yeah, so i'm in naples uh i've been down here for about a week um for the second half of the j term uh yeah i go to back i go back to trin on february 18th and so i'm just down here um taking a finance class uh lifting uh, my buddy on the cardinals has got a membership at this nice gym down in uh, down in naples so i've been lifting there it's a beautiful gym i mean it's got everything it's got like a hit section free weights um sounds like, like you're living the life yeah, yeah no kidding awesome down here. i love oh it oh my here. god can i come florida dude stay uh, to the free dude come on down it's awesome down here. <laughs> love it down in florida oh uh, god all right so yeah. we're, we're a couple minutes out from uh the interview so i just want to kind of catch everybody up and so they're not going in cold turkey to the interview um this guy dylan and i were talking about it a little earlier it's exciting it's an exciting interview because it's an underdog story. Like it's a pure underdog story. And I know everybody has an underdog story, but it's like, he's going into uh, a section of his life that it's, it's kind of like not, it's not guaranteed whatsoever. The fitness industry is so saturated and he had a career job and he quit to pursue his passion. And I love that. I absolutely love that because so many people, they just, they go every day just doing something that they don't like. And uh, that's, that's just disappointing. So this is going to be, he's a prime example of doing what you love. So we're excited to hear his advice um, to anybody who's kind of like hesitant uh, to going into something they're passionate about or something that they just actually want to do in life. Uh, everybody has like a hobby and stuff like that, but whether they pursue it as an actual job, it's, there's a small percentage who actually do. So um, we're, we're really excited about this one. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I'm excited uh, just to hear kind of what motivated him. I think that's obviously a common theme we've had, but just to see uh, kind of what fuels his fire and, and what gets him going and, and where he's off to next. Yeah. This kid looks like a freak. Like I was, I was on his Instagram uh, last night and I was going through, dude, and like the progression this kid's had. Uh, he's 89 kilos, which I think is like 195 pounds, which is obviously like a very competitive uh, weight section for, for Olympic lifting. But, I mean, the numbers this kid's putting up when you look at what he was doing like even six months ago versus now, like the progression is, is really, really impressive. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to pick his brain, kind of see where he's at. Um, and I think with a lot of these guys too, just mentally, just the approach to, with these guys mentally, obviously we all know in the fitness industry, the discipline it takes. I mean, you can't really have days off. Um, you know, saw a couple of Ronas on the Instagram, so that concerned me a little bit, but I think, I think he'll be good. You know, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Some, some people actually live a little bit, you know, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So, all right, boys, let's, uh, let's head over to the interview. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, man. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Yeah. Mess up on the time there. Yeah, the time zones that confuses everybody. Uh, I'm Joe. That's Dylan in the uh, right there, and that's Colin down there. What's up, guys? Um, how's it going? What are you at work right now? Gone. Yeah, yeah. I just finished up uh, with a client actually. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice. So, how's that been going? That now that's with uh, Hunger in the Wild. Correct. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So now, is that your like company, or is that? You just no, strength so, um, yeah, I'm the head strength Basically, coach here. Like, um, the guy who owns the it company, was a bubble. Tire, uh, it was a Buffett bubble when it went from 26 to 42 for about or whatever. Four years it now. was a bubble. Um, I came but on it's about not. a year ago. Um, but we've uh, both kind of been putting a lot of energy into growing the gym and the uh, online business and stuff. So it's, uh, it's been going pretty good. Yeah, so you kind of you so you just uh, came out of college and did you have a job before that and then you just decided to kind of trek into the the fitness industry? Yeah, so um, there we go. I kind of went to college. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much right out of high school. Um, I knew I was not like gonna try to go to school. Like it was just I was never like a uh, academic, you know, really good at school. So. I started selling cars like right out of high school, like 19 years old. And, um, you know, I, I didn't even work out at the time. I was just, just working pretty much. And then I, uh, I had trained like since I was 11 years old, but you know, you get out of high school, you don't really want to do much of anything that involves sports or at least I didn't. And then, um, yeah, so came across like, uh, some CrossFit and stuff while I was working at this, uh, gym or working at this, uh, dealership. And then that's whenever I started kind of dabbling into the personal training and uh, coaching aspect of it and um, was doing it like on the side and stuff. And then one day I was like, you know what, I want to uh, do this full time. So about six years later, I decided to uh, make the transition and here we are. Nice. nice. So what made you want to want to do that? Like, did you always, did you have a plan like coming out of high school where you just kind of just didn't know what was going to happen and just winging it or? Yeah, I had no plan. I uh, still don't really have a plan. No, I, I yeah. um, no, I didn't really have a plan. I just was like, um, you know, I, I started doing, you know, working. I started working out a little bit, but I just didn't have like a, a drive. And then, you know, started doing CrossFit. Started hanging out at that gym and saw like, you know, people training and coaching. And I was like, man, I think I want to try this. And, um, yeah, I just started kind of making steps towards going that route, but it would always, uh, kind of go in the back burner because I was just, I was making, you know, pretty good money doing what I was doing. And so just go to the back burner. And then one day I was like, you know what, money isn't, uh, my uh, priority anymore. And so, you know, just took a leap of faith and here we are. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So now uh, you mentioned that you're trying to get into competing. So are you competing now or are you thinking of getting into it down the road? Yeah. So I've been, uh, I've been competing since in Olympic weightlifting since 2018. Um, oh, wow. okay. I did the, uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the uh, Olympic weightlifting and like those uh, competitions and stuff, but I did the American open finals uh, or American open, uh, it's called AO3 finals. Uh, in Vegas that was like my first like pretty 
serious competition. And that's when I started, I was like, all right, this is for me, like lifting on a stage in front of a bunch of people. And so from there, I kind of got the bug. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not a big sport in America, in USA, uh, Olympic weightlifting, you know, so it um, wasn't a whole lot of like money or anything like that involved with it. And, um, but I just, something about lifting in front of a bunch of people, you know, it just, yeah, just got, so, I just became addicted to it and I was like, all right, let's yeah. do it. So that's good stuff. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but most of the money that comes from that sport is, is through sponsorship deals and, and, and the like, right? Endorsements, right? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, prize money isn't really a, a thing with, a, you know, you do CrossFit competitions for like prize money and stuff like that. But yep. Olympic weightlifting, there's not, uh, there's not many, many uh, competitions that offer money. So it's pretty much sponsors and endorsements and things like that. And now, so what point did you kind of realize that this is what you want to do? Like this kind of, was this your first meet that you kind of said, okay, the Olympic lifts, like this is what I wanted to focus on or kind of, when did you go from that point of, you know, just working out to really um, specifying in the Olympic lifts? Um, pretty much it was um, after that first meet, like I had to sit down with my coach at the time and he was like, Hey man, like you actually, you have some talent in this and, you know, if you put if you put your energy into it, you can uh, really you know do something with this. But you know, at the time, I'm still working 12 hours at a at a job, and so I didn't have enough time to really train like a uh, like a competitive athlete. It was more like a I was training, you know, as a hobby, and that was always the thing that kind of held me back a little bit. I mean. You know, there's a lot that goes into uh, training to be an elite athlete in the sport, and uh, time is one of them. And uh, when you don't have the time, it's kind of hard to uh, kind of hard to do it. So at that point, I was like, all right, I need to make make some moves to train and you know be serious about this. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I just had one question, uh, just about your training situation with your coaches and your gym. Have you been? Uh, with the same coaches and, and in the same gym since you started, or have you switched up or sort of how's your, how's your program and your routine in that sense? How are you preparing? No. So, um, when I moved to Dallas and I started at hunger in the wild, I pretty much, um, just like full calls like, Hey man, this is, this, these are my goals. This is what I want to do. And, you know, we sat down, made a plan and he's like, all right, man, this is what you got to do to get where you want. And, um, kind of just laid it out. And so I've had, so he's been doing my programming for the last year. Um, prior to me moving to Dallas, um, I had another barbell club in Tyler's that was, I was just following their kind of like a cookie cutter program, you know, for everybody was individualized. So I've been doing like an individual program for about a year now. And there's uh, been a huge difference. Nice. Yeah. I noticed that. I mean, yeah, I was going through your, your uh, Instagram, looking at your videos and, uh, your weight, like your progression in terms of how much you're lifting, it's been impressive, you know, even six months ago, a year ago, like you're definitely really, really progressing fast. And that's something that's great to see because it shows you have the physical potential and then obviously the disciplines there as well. So that, that's very impressive. Yeah. So now uh, another thing I wanted to, uh, to touch on uh, that we mentioned in the intro was you're interested in starting your own gym or online business. So now for the online business aspect of that, is that like, are you thinking training programs and, and stuff like that? 
Yeah, so, um, I mean, hopefully what my plan is is to continue partnership with Kyle. Um, that's the goal. So, I mean, we, we both have some stuff uh, that we're going to develop and are developing now. We already have an online um, kind of program that's out, you know, through an app called Team Builder. People all over the world are um, are doing our programming, but eventually we want to get to where, I mean, it's almost full-time online and our gym is just kind of used for like a, like an open gym or like a uh, kind of like a media like that's where we go to shoot our videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the plan. So yeah. So now this is actually this is an interesting topic because um, I've talked about this with many people where they think that most of the fitness industry is going to go online, whether we like it or not. Um, and I think yeah. uh, COVID nineteen has obviously opened our eyes to that. Um, and I I've actually been interested in private gyms like Hunger in the Wild, like those businesses, those companies, those are the ones that are going to struggle in the end and whether they, you know, adapt to the situation is whether they make it or not. And, um, that's, that's impressive that you guys are, you know, going to try to make that leap to, to online. I think that's definitely the future. So, yeah. Well, whenever the, uh, the lockdown hit here, I mean, um, you know, obviously the gym shut down, but you know, a lot of people were panicking, but we sat down and we're like, man, we already have like a, we're ahead of the game here. We're already online based. Like all of our clients, all of our gym members like have, um, have the app that has all of our programming. So pretty much all we did was uh, rent out equipment and we were, we were good to go. We didn't lose members. We didn't, if anything, we gained members, um, during the lockdown. So we were pretty much prepared, but you know, like you said, I mean, that's, that's going to be the, I think it's going to be definitely the future of uh, the fitness industry if everything's going to be online. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, uh, you know, a little, little different side of the industry, but the supplement industry, I mean, I see it every day, GNC is closing down and vitamin shops closing down. And it's because you got Amazon, everybody's, you know, they're paying less. They're, they got the two day shipping. I think it's like one in four adults has prime. So it's like two day shipping. It's cheaper you know, it just, it just makes sense. And, uh, it's, it's running all the companies out of business, which is un- unfortunate, but, um, it is what it is. Like you say, like everything was heading in that direction and COVID just amplified at the rate at yep. which that happened. Like it forced it. Everyone had to find some sort of online, uh, resource if they wanted to continue. Yeah. I do hope that there is a, a spot for that in-person lifting and being able to obviously go into the gym and having that sense of community because I feel like for so many of us that are fitness enthusiasts, that's a, a huge part of why we love this lifestyle, right? Is because we're with like-minded people that are disciplined, that are ambitious. And so in that sense, I mean, we've all met great people, you know, obviously in the weight room. And, and, and so I think in that sense, I hope that there's still that face-to-face in-person uh, contact and relationships. So I hope it doesn't go too far. Yeah, online. no, I agree. I agree. And I think, I think there is a, a, a time and a place for that um especially with uh, going forward in the future you know no telling what's going to happen you know with covid and everything but um you know with gyms or with our gym in particular going trying to go more online um you know keeping that kind of community atmosphere is definitely on the top of the list too um but still moving forward you know uh, into the future you know not not staying back in the old school type of ways and just moving going with the time you know, i think is uh, important but also keeping that community uh, portion of um of a gym is important too yeah yeah absolutely and uh 
that you know that like i said before it's a very it's an interesting topic and it's kind of a touchy topic because you've seen it with the restaurants too this year um yeah. and it's you know it's a, it's very unfortunate but anyways i want to go back a little ways we kind of strayed from uh from a little bit from what i want to talk about i want to go back to the olympic yeah. weightlifting uh aspect of the interview and kind of what's the next step like when's your next meet do you know yet or are things kind of postponed for now or yeah so i mean it's kind of uh like a lot of it's going online like last year uh or yeah, last year the nationals meet and the american open finals it was all online so wow. you know it's that kind of takes away from what I want, want out of the sport, you know, lifting in front of people, you know, it just, just being in that atmosphere, being in that meet, being around the other lifters, like it's no longer there. And um, so, I mean, the goal is still to go to nationals this year and, uh, you know, find five to go, but, you know, no telling if they're even going to have nationals again. Hopefully they do. But um, yeah, so have a meet coming up in the February and hopefully then, qualify for nationals and then prepare for that as well so by online do you mean like it was video recorded or like what so how does that was, work i didn't really uh, go too deep into it i didn't really look at it but from what i heard and what i saw kind of online was it was basically like a zoom meeting and there's a bunch of lifters and it was like one lifter would lift and then it would go on the next one. They go on the next one. They go on the next that one. That is absolutely insane. What the yeah, heck? it's crazy. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know how um, how it was organized, but apparently it worked out. But um, I don't know. It just to me, it takes away it takes away from a lot of the sport. Oh, you know, lifting yeah. in front of people. Like you know, it's just absolutely that's, that's part of it. And we, we, we face the same thing. We're all athletes. I'm a hockey player. Dylan's a hockey player and Colin's a football yeah. player. So like not having fans, it, it's, it changes the way you play. And I know like, oh, yeah. you know, you love the sport, you, you love all the aspects of it, but a big aspect of it is the fans and that, that kind of that adrenaline atmosphere. that comes with yeah. it, the atmosphere. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the name of the game right there, you know? So uh, you guys got anything for him? No, I guess we kind of touched on, uh, you know where you, where how it started and and where you're headed, but uh, no, I guess good luck with with the meet in February, and then we're excited to to see where it goes and and what you do with it. You guys appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, one more thing, we always ask uh, our guests for advice, and so you're a prime example of doing what you love. Like you're you're doing what you're passionate about, and you're not sitting in an office somewhere like doing something you're you're not happy with. So, what advice would you give? to people who are trying to break off from that nine to five that they're, they're disappointed with, like they're hesitant to go towards their passion. What's, what's your advice for them? The best advice I can give is you just got to go for it. Like, like you just, you got to, there's no, there's, there's no time to, to say what if or worry about the consequences of what you do. I mean, there's always, I mean, you're going to be okay. You'll figure it out. You yep. just, I'd rather I'd rather um, you know fail doing what I love than saying what if all the time. Yep. You know, so you just got to go for it. You know? Yeah, it's there's like no, you're, you're backing your you're backing yourself into a corner, and you're yeah. you're giving yourself no option but to succeed. That's yep. that's kind of what I live by. So it's that's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, and even Joey, we've talked about that too. Like you don't want to be saying what if. You'd rather give it your all and say, man, it didn't work out then saying, you know, what if I would have tried this? What if I would have done this? So yeah. Yep. 
All right, good stuff. Colin, you got anything for him or are we good here? Um, no, just, I mean, I, obviously I respect the decision to, to go for, for what you love. And obviously now you're doing something where you truly love it. So you don't really feel like you need a vacation from it. And that's how I feel like that's how work should be. It, you, sh- you, you should love what you do so much that you're not looking forward to the weekend. You know what I mean? It should be seven days of enjoyment. And for a lot of people, it's sad because they hate what they do and they, they just do it because they're trying to get by and make a living. And then we live for two days and then those two days go by. I mean, you got seven days. God made seven days for a reason. So we should enjoy all seven. And you're doing that. So I, I Actually, I went on vacation uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was just like, my day three, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm ready to go back to the gym, back <laughs> yeah. to work. I had, I had FOMO because everybody was posting about being at the gym. I'm like, man, I need to be there. That's the energy of this. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, seven, seven day vacation is not for me. So. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Now it's, it's the other way around. The, yeah, the I feel like I'm on vacation the, every day. Yeah. Every day I'm at the there you gym. Go. That's how it should be. Vacation. I'm living it. Living the dream. Awesome, awesome man. Good stuff. Well, hey, thanks uh, Thanks for joining us, and uh, we look forward to, to following your progress. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice meeting you. Yeah. Yeah, nice meeting you, too. Good luck. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to give us a follow on social media at underdog underscore brand on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can visit us at www.theunderdogbrand.com. See you next episode. Used to pull up, not swerve, no time for the snakes, time to put them in the dirt, that's word. I gotta get it, it's in my DNA, you only see the highlights, don't know what it takes. Last year, stressing, got no sleep, now I'm right between the courts, I don't know bleeds. I see the hate, they don't wanna see me win, bank deposits, I got more coming in.